North Star, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? How you living? I'm good. I just got through an interesting conversation about sneakers and things I sneakers I wanted to cop, but I couldn't get a chance to because of hype beast. You said you didn't get a chance to because of what? Hype beast. Uh, so what type of sneakers y'all was talking about? Uh, Jordan 14s, a few pair of Yeezys, uh, the Dunks, the low top Dunks uh, with the Ben and Jerry collaboration. Yeah. So uh, what's what's your favorites? What's my favorite right now? Uh, for comfortable uh, comfortability, I would say. Well, just so like Yeezy. of all time, I guess. Of all time. Ooh. Yeah, like not, not, it doesn't have to be one pair, but what's some of your favorite pairs of shoes or collection of shoes? Honestly, I would love to get my hands on a pair of original uh, King Griffey's, but that would be a dream. Um, uh, original pair of what? King Griffey Juniors. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, I love uh, the Airs, the Nike Airs, ones with like the big air on the side. Uh, love those always have and the newest silhouettes I really love. I still always will rock like I will rock with a, a Stan Smith uh, just for the versatility and I do like the Yeezys the Yeezys I don't know I, I like I think the Yeezys like the the Yeezy boost they look they look alright with sweatpants other than that like they're kind of a funny looking shoe they were like a revolutionary shoe though just coming out with a different different style they don't mm -hmm. look that bad it just depends on i guess your whole style and it's whole but i, I got I like mixed feelings on the music, i guess you said what i have a very neutral look when i wear my clothes so it works right what about you um, I'm 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 into the Jordans. Uh, a lot of like the rare pairs. I got um, I had got the the six rings, the motorcycle club edition when they had first came out. I don't, I didn't even know that they were like dropping a pair of Jordans that day. I just happened to be at the mall or whatever, and like I couldn't not leave the mall without having those. And so like they're like my most expensive pair of shoes I bought too. They're like one hundred and eighty dollars. That was when I was like, that was like maybe 10 years ago, though, because okay. in this day and age, I, I probably wouldn't spend over like $75 on a pair of shoes, which is unfortunate because it seems like the pairs of shoes that I like a lot are usually about $100 or $90 or 85 at the least, unless I catch them on sale or something. Oh, I always catch my sneakers on sale, unless it's a pair of like, you know, premium situations, like, of course, the Yeezys, which don't have sales on them, but... I don't have to have like well-known sneakers. They just gotta look good and feel good. Right. But Jordan's a little bit my thing. I feel like Jordan is just like a wash and repeat. You get the same shoes, just a different colorway every time. Kind of like Yeezys, but it, it just feels the same because we've been rocking with them with Jordan brand for so long. Well, yeah, like the only Jordans that was really selling was the, like the, the old retros kind of from the 90s. That's why they keep 
dropping them out in like different editions. It's the same shoe, but like yeah. maybe a different color, an anniversary. Mm-hmm. But it's like just those. I don't know. Maybe out of the whole collection, maybe like half of them is what everybody's like constantly getting the 11s, 13s, 5s, 1s, 3s. I do have a regret though. I think it was like 2009 or 2010, not sure. The when the Jordan Cool Grays came out, the original Cool Grays, not the ones that came out like three or four years later. The original Cool Grays. I'm so mad I didn't get those. It was probably my friends. <laughs> Did not come. All right. So, uh, are you in the high fashion too? I am. Like designer. Hmm. So what's um what's hot right now? What's hot right now? Um, what's hot right now? Actually, what's really taking a toll on fashion is the fact that COVID nineteen is happening. So, like a lot of the high end and high fashion brands are not interested in doing fashion shows. So they're more focused on loungewear and um, what, transitional clothing. So that's where they're at. And I, I kind of like it because it fits with what's going on. And for the first time in fashion, uh, fashion that's actually connected with what's relevant around the average person. Um, and then brands are thinking about ways that they can incorporate people who don't have that high fashion money to be a part of the conversation of fashion. Uh, so yeah, I, I like the, the loungewear. I enjoy that. Um, I'm really liking the trends that are polishing off like the end of the 90s, bringing us into the early 2000s. I think that's dope. Um, and then I also like the reference of um, women being able to wear um, men's clothing. <laughs> Is that men's clothing? Yeah. I'll, ju- I'll just like, I'm a, a shirt in a minute if I can, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't lie. Like, I, I love it. I love it when I love to see a female with my shirt on. Like, it don't fit. It's baggy. Yep. Might not I'm be a clothes on underneath that. <laughs> so, like, don't leave it around me. If, if I think I can incorporate it into my closet, it's coming with me. You'd be like, is that my shirt? I'm like, no, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> you be one of the ones that got a bunch of hoodies and shit, huh? <laughs> oh, no, I don't want your hoodies. You can keep that. I want the dope stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but the hoodies are for the girls who are trying to prove something to their homegirls. I'm good on that. <laughs> uh, that's what that is, huh? <laughs> They trying to prove something. I, I nah. Give me some of the good stuff. Most of my good stuff is like hoodies and long sleeves. I live in Minnesota, so it's cold here most of the year. Oh, well, then you got some good hoodies. Yeah, like, usually like the go-to. So, how ladies. are you dressing in Minnesota with it being so cold? Like, how are you bringing high fashion to Minnesota? Um. Oh, let me take this comment real quick because that new Call of Duty though. <laughs> that oh. new Call of Duty though. <laughs> it's good. No, for, I'm, I like Call of Duty and hoodies. I'm into style, but I'm not a. I'm not into the high fashion so much. After I had, I had a daughter. I have a daughter, so after oh, I had her, like she's five. 
So, like, that's kind of why I don't, like, there's a certain limit that I had to limit myself on shoes as far as how much I'll spend. Because it's mm. just, after having a kid, like, some, like, Your just don't make sense to buy, like, yeah. Like, different priorities and just doesn't make sense to spend $100 on shoes when, when I know what $100 can do. So. For her. But, yeah, for the most part, like, I, um, I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm more about style than I guess the, the designer or the, the name brand. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. out here, yeah, we, we definitely wearing like a lot of long sleeve stuff. I'm, I like to wear sweats. I like to just be comfortable for the most part. And slacks are comfortable. And like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wear some slacks, but it like, Usually when it's nicer out or like springtime out, and I'm just like on some chill shit, like super clean type. You know, I I don't know. I'm guess I'm like almost thirty, which isn't. I'm 29. Okay, I guess it's Close not that out. old, but like closing out the era. Yeah, yeah. my yeah my uh, fashion sense is, I guess is a little more mature. Mm-hmm. You know, for a lack of better terms. Uh, no, I think that describes it perfectly. It, it sounds like your your style to me uh, is on trend, it's functional, and it's cost effective. Yeah, I like I used to play sports too, so like I What's guess it? I still have that uh, football. Okay. Football mainly. I play like basketball, like basketball, not as much as I probably should have, but football was my thing. I played all the way into college. Nice. So, like, that's know? where the swings and stuff came from. Okay. What'd you say? I said, where'd you go to school? Uh, Mankato State. Okay. Here in Minnesota. Nice. I've only been to Minnesota once in my life. Oh, really? Where, yeah. uh, where are you from? Cali. Gee, Cali. There's, like, a, there's, a, there's like a dope Minnesota-Cali connection. I don't know what that's about. I'm originally from Illinois, from Chicago, but when I got here, I noticed that a lot of people from Minnesota, like, move to Cali or go to Cali or just have, maybe that's just Cali, like, maybe Cali is just kind of all throughout the nation. It's a big state. It brings a lot of people here. Are you originally yeah. from Cali? Born there, yep. That's what's up. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how how should how should out there right now? You know, with the um, with the fires and everything, it's like I'd seen some some pictures and some like news reports, and it, some places was really looking like hell on earth almost. Oh yeah, it looks like apocalypse for sure. Looks like we're in the thick of the apocalypse. So, um, I'm right now currently in the south, so it's a good time not to be in. Cali. And Cali. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my I had, um, there, so I'm definitely calling home because I'm concerned. Yeah, I had um <laughs> I had seen a, a meme on Instagram of like this tornado happening like in the middle of the fire field. It was just like that's just what 20 meters is a fire NATO. I was right. fucked up like yeah. <laughs> like 2020 I was- I want my money back on 2020. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is unfair 
and trifling, and I'm not here for it. I didn't sign up. It's definitely been trifling, like, but if you can make it through 2020, you can make it through anything. We're almost there. That's what they said about New York. (laughs) 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 Sure. New York, you can live anywhere. Well, guess what? I'm living in the thick of it. And I'm tired. <laughs> so what brought you to Stereo? Um, I actually seen it on Instagram and I thought it was dope. I, I do a podcast, so the fact that like going live with listeners like in the moment of a topic or in the heated discussion and having like the engagement, the way my podcast is set up, like I can't go live with my listeners and um, for the most part, like I have like 20,000 like listeners and I don't know most of them, you know, like okay. maybe know like a small handful of them. I just had to hit the, fo- the follow button because, oh, host of the North Station, hip hop and motivation. Oh, hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I used to DJ spot. So I got a few playlists on there. You know, R&B girl. I got a playlist on there. I call it 2K and B. It's just the newer, newer R&B. Okay. Yeah, I, I had, I go crazy with the Spotify playlist. Like it, it gets real ridiculous. I, I don't have a playlist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those, those playlists are like they're, they're hours on there, and like seven, eight, nine hours. Yeah, I think my longest playlist is like sixty-six hours. Yeah, you going ham. <laughs> it was by accident. I just get yeah. inspired and then like uh my most recent playlist is actually uh drawing the comparison between like a current song and the song that it sampled. Oh, okay. Like, trying to hear I like that. I'm like, oh I know where that came from. And so I'm adding those to my playlist all the time. Yeah. It'd be those samples too, like I almost feel like it's it's like cheating with the sample because like People will like a song or a song will be like hidden and trendy and don't understand that like you already liked it before a little bit, like because it's sampled, mm-hmm. like it's a hit sample or something. Yeah, or songs that are a sample of a sample of a sample, because that's happened too. Yeah, like when you yeah, well, if you're if you're a good like music connoisseur, you can hear just like, oh, that's the baseline from like what song is that? What song is that? I know I find mm-hmm. myself doing that like I know I, I know I know that beat or that like that that small melody that's in there from somewhere. Yep. And that's what that playlist is about. Um so far I'm like four hundred songs deep. But I'm gonna keep that playlist going forever. Cause it'll never get old. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Like who's um what's some new um some new uh like R and B that's that's popping right now? New R and B I can't think of anything new, new that I'm like into, but one song that um, I do like is by Lettucey that she just recently came out with. So I'm not um, hip to the title, but her vocals on that mm-hmm. song are crazy. I I love talent and like she's Lettucey, and this is me being a nerd, but she's classically trained. So classically trained. What do you mean by that? Uh, she went to you know college for classical music. Uh, she has a background oh, okay. opera. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but she's an R&B, she like, a whole R&B artist. 
and she, I think she plays like six or seven instruments. Yeah, I always admire like a, a true artist like that that like plays an instrument and it's like in in depth with their their talent and their skill because some people just aren't very well rounded and they get a lot of attention and a lot of clout, I guess to say. And then like those people like that are that are like extremely talented when it comes to music. It's all around as far as like playing the music, singing the music, producing the music. Sometimes a lot of times they don't get enough credit. So or shine. I'm always trying to give people who have that type of talent their flowers. Like it's so important. We gotta go and support the artists. So um I do have a question for you since you are in hip hop. How do you feel about this new freshman class uh, cover that was released by XXL? Is that is it? Yeah, it's XXL. Oh, like, I, like, like I haven't even seen the the freshman cover. Uh, like who who's all on it? Um, I, I like know. I don't I don't really follow like a lot of the new music. Uh, the, the playlist. Me the only kinda... I know is Miss um, Mulatto. That was the only person I really knew, to be honest. Right. That's like her name's familiar or whatever. I don't know her music, but I've heard of her name. I think I've seen an interview with Vlad that she did. Kind of by accident, like just on autoplay or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like as far as like new music and new artists, like especially in this day and age, like they're like people are putting out music everywhere. And um, I don't know, I kind of just like. I don't know, listen to what I listen to. I don't really like follow. I, I guess I kind of somewhat follow mainstream, but I don't really follow it. Like, it's got to be so mainstream that it just like gets my attention. You know what I mean? Mm. Other than that, I'm not really interested in finding new artists unless it's like an underground artist. Yeah. Then, and, like, see. even those artists. You said what? I still have an issue with music now because they don't give you enough time to consume it before they put out something else. That's true. So that's definitely true. I like like music is like you know it used to be more like a, a movement, but now it's definitely like a wave. It's trendy how fast it's gone. And like, but that that usually like there are those artists then that I've noticed too that like I like and respect and I know that like their music is um like postmodern so like you know mm-hmm. it doesn't like it's it's like different right now but in like two or three years when you go back it like fits right in and it's like you can see that it was slept on at its time or it was it was always ahead of its time. That's fair. There man I can think of so many artists that were ahead of their time or even like there's just because there's not really a place for them they could not see longevity because of that and they're like really super talented artists who are usually mentioned in conversations but never get the credit because there wasn't really at the time that they arrived on the scene there wasn't a place for them right so you think there's like a like a place for that for artists like moving into like like on like in quarantine and that a lot of the artists like being independent now like you think that there'll be like a platform that kind of everybody migrates to to go 
listen to people's music or like that people blow up off of that there's not so much mainstream and like industry involved I surely hope so I hope within the next six months that it happens um, I don't know what platform it will be but it's got to be something and like it's, if it's going to be anything it's going to be a fusion between something like this and uh, um, Instagram kind of fusion where they can have like yeah, snackable because yeah. like, I don't think TikTok quite fit the mold and Instagram Reels is not necessarily it either um, so yeah it's got to be like a fusion of a couple of apps to actually make it work and, oh and including like a something with like a SoundCloud a- appeal to it as well right oh, is yeah. there is there any like um, local artists that you that you know or support or that like you think that don't get enough attention um at this current moment no because I was actually out of the United States for the past couple of years so I'm literally just getting back and like getting used to like the new sound so yeah oh so where were you I was in Asia in Asia that's the stuff well like what were you in Asia for um I was working with a a technology startup that's what's up what what type of technology startup uh an AI yes for what AI and live stream. Oh, okay. That's what's up. And so you, so you would be, you would consider yourself like tech savvy then? A little bit. I hope so. Well, I don't know. <laughs> if you saw my tech setup, you would think I was just like an Apple fiend. So I don't know. I was just going to ask you like, um, like how you feel about these new phones. Like, the newest flagship phone. I still like. I have a fucking a Note 10 Plus. So I got a new phone last year, and I'll be up for upgrade next month. <laughs> which which iPhone do you have? A 10 or the X? I don't know. The X. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of said that with this phone too, because like it was expensive, but it does do everything, and it's like compatible with 5G and still 4G O2, so kind of has everything that I need as far as moving to the future, so I don't, I don't think I need a new I'm phone. not trying to force myself to the future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you, like, have you ever, um, have you ever, like, experienced any virtual reality? Like yeah. a VR headset? Uh, beyond the headset. What do you think about that? I was actually looking into that. Um, I feel like it just depends on what you're trying to get into. I've experienced like uh, virtual reality and gamification, uh, virtual reality in the home, uh, virtual reality for music. Um, virtual re- I wouldn't say I was virtual reality. That was more like AR tar- AI targeted, but I've seen like how they incorporated uh, virtual reality and AI and so a lot of things. Even down so to how, like a um, How does that work with music? Uh, well, they create like these um, pop-up scenes like music videos and 
um, fans. Like you have that sensation of being in a crowd and. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, all types. Of stuff. Actually, kind of dope. Like, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so outside of did, remind me if you did say it but I don't feel like we covered that so I know you say you DJ but like outside of DJ and what are you what do you do in your day to day um I have like two online businesses I work too um I used to DJ before I had my daughter and so like it was something I did really like so I was gonna <clears throat> like do an online radio station, which yeah. just kind of turned into the podcast and playlist. And so, like, that's kind of what the podcast and playlist is. It's like my version of an online radio station um, nice. without having to put a lot of money into it. And so, that was one of my it, dreams. It worked. I just wanted to do some R&B, though. You just R&B? <laughs> I said that, that was my dream. It's I just wanted to have a good. radio station. I don't think so. <laughs> But I'll support yours though when you get up and running. Mm, all right. Oh, you you can support the North Star Station the Pop Motivation. It's got the two K and B playlist on there, so there's some R and B on there for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, hit, hit follow on here so I can uh, catch up with all, everything else you got going on. Yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah, I'm following you back. So, how long you been on this app? Since yesterday. Yesterday, are you liking yeah. it? I think it's cool. I can see um, how if you can really benefit from it. I can see like the, the you know fostering relationships and collaboration. Um, you know, you just got to find that right mix and still filling people out. I typically fo- um, follow the people that I feel like I can mesh well with on conversations in the future, especially if you like are very strategic about the way that you're going about it. Right. Yeah, like I like I've networked so much in this past week. I got this app on Monday and it's just been there's been a lot of like cool people, a lot of people that got a lot of different things going on and like like the cross collaboration has been pretty cool to see and pretty like cool to be a part of. Mm-hmm. I met a few people who have like some solid YouTube channels and stuff like that. So it's been it's been it's been dope, like, and talking to people like all over the world and all over the country. I talked to a, I talked to a, um, a female from Pakistan last night. And even though there was like oh. a, we had the language barrier, we still talked for maybe like an hour or so. Oh, nice! Yeah, the power of you know global citizenship, making the world you know not feel as big as we think it is through you know connection like this I think is great uh, yeah it'll go a long way for real it'll definitely go a long way but like since like you're, you're versed in AI I, I've had like a couple episodes on my podcast where I like talk about AI mm-hmm. kind of like what um, like what it may bring um, do you think like AI is a good thing for society or like like a, a bad thing. There's some people that are like kind of scared of what um, AI's potential could be. Put in the wrong hands, absolutely be terrified. 
And like, and like, why though? Like, why is that? Like, um, does AI have the, the capacity and capability to just like basically have a mind of its own or do what it wants to do? Potentially, yes, honestly. And like the data, it's very data driven. So it's always analyzing um, every situation down to the, the most like minute thing. So yeah, it could be very scary if it's put in the wrong hands, but it also could be amazing if people do the right things with it. I said that was very well put. So, like, does does AI have that potential to be like, like kind of like the AI on iRobot, like to yep. like uh, be aware of itself? Oh yeah, absolutely. I've seen some developing things. Like, I don't have like the rights to like even talk about those things. I've seen some things that definitely could give you that sensation and that feeling of iRobot. Mm-hmm. I can tell you something that's kind oh, of wow. lame on a, a like a larger scale, like lame but interesting. They've started uh, utilizing AI with uh, blow up dolls, but these blow up dolls look so real and feel so real and respond so real. It's kind of creepy. When you say blow up dolls, you mean like sex dolls, right? Yep. So, so like they, so like that's like. <laughs> That's one thing that's coming is like these AI sex dolls that are like pretty. They're much already here. Real. Yeah. They're already here. They're already here. Oh wow! And they come in different that's, varieties that's as well. Crazy. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's actually kind of funny though. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be safe to say that we will see a future with people on the gram with an Instagram model looking thing oh, yeah. that could be an AI robot. Like. <laughs> yeah, they, they have AI models already. Um, They're like supermodels who are AI models. They don't actually exist and they like are perfect in every single way. Um, and there's, uh, I think there are a few Korean, Japanese, and African AI models. Yeah. So, like, like, do you think AI would be something that's like, you know, like some people talk about it um, for the jobs, like it's supposed to replace a lot of jobs. And <clears throat> I'd be one of those people, like, man, get that damn robot the job, like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to work. You know what I'm saying? If we have robots that could do that, but I mean, the thing is, is it, if you if you want the robots to do it, make sure you can work the robot. If you're gonna take that approach, mm. don't let the robot ro- work you. Got you. Like with like if if the robots could come in and like fill these jobs and like maybe like 60 to 75 percent of jobs are replaced by robots like what um as far as like society is that like something that you know moving forward that you recommend people getting into like some type of coding or 
comes oh, out computer technology. Out is out. Run right now. AI, <laughs> coding, um, UX design, user experience, um, web development, um, gamification, all of that. Run. I mean, like when you hop mm-hmm. off of stereo, run. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, uh, be looking into that. I, I kind of I'm not like savvy. You said it was a compliment. Any field? Yep. I would like That's to think myself as like somewhat kind of nerdy. I kind of understand technology, or mm-hmm. like if I like at least to be understanding like what I'm getting and what what it does. I like to do that or understand like what the next best thing is and why it is. So I definitely see yeah, AI like playing a big role in a lot of things moving forward. Do it. And then um, after that, you and I will become like really cool and we just gonna ride the wave because you'll be set. <laughs> <laughs> so like is, is AI like, so are you familiar with like D-Wave computers? No. Uh, it's supposed to be like this. It's like a really big computer system, basically, um, for deep AI. And I think it's like it just kind of hit the market for, um, like, commercial use or something like that. Mm. But they're just, like, really big and really, really expensive. So, like, what is the difference between AI and deep AI? Is that, like, is there, a, like, a very, like, noticeable difference in that? There are some discrepancies, but I don't have the terminology to be able to explain that. Well, like, how would you, how would you like just define AI and then, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, like the little nuances that would be different from deep AI to regular AI? Mm, I don't know. Cause it depends on like the context, like of the field that it's in, because a lot of what I was working with was like AI technology and like human relation and um, how it benefits education. So um, I'm not really too sure. Hey, did you ever hear about the, um, like the Google and like Facebook AI communicating with each other? And like, them not being able to understand what they're saying back and forth, like in their own code and their own language. No, that's new on me. Oh uh, yeah, it was maybe like maybe like last year or two years ago. It was um kind of like a topic of discussion. And that's like kind of where the scare of AI came from. They had to shut those two AI computers down when they start communicating with one another in their own code. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, Mind you, like for the past two years where I was at, I didn't see a lot of news that was in relation to Google. So, um, no. Yeah, anything Google related, I I didn't probably see. What's uh, like, what's like their like name brand or flagship type of technology over there, like with their phones? Do they still use like Samsung phones or Samsung like high flagship phones? 
They use is it still like the Apple. like same as here? Yeah, use Apple. They use um, Huawei um, and Samsung. But Huawei is trying to uh, really develop its relationships with people globally so that they can uh, put their phones into more stores. But like Huawei is a, a, a very interesting um, phone brand is because it's made in China and most of the parts for like Apple and Samsung phones are made in China so they can make super phones. So a lot of their phones are really, really, really advanced. So we're we're behind here in America. Do I? It's kind of it's kind of been that way for a while though. Because okay. I remember like I remember being in high school when there was like the iPod touches and stuff like that, and like um, <clears throat> I remember like seeing the Chinese versions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like we actually kind of used to hustle the Chinese versions, order some of those, and sell them. Throw an Apple sticker on the back. Hey, hustle's a hustle, right? Uh, but it's true though. A lot of the, yeah, phones, the technology that you see, I'm like, dang. Um, there are phones they have that have like the the code or QR scanners or whatever, um, where you don't need anything mm-hmm. but your phone. Like it can scan uh, the most basic co- access code to get into your building or your uh, the gates. Um, you don't need cash um, because it has like all of the technology you need to be able to commute wherever you need to be with um, whether it's on a train or a subway or plane it has all of that just embedded in it you don't even need your ID at that point and no not just like oh I took a picture of my my ID card it has all of that you just literally just flash your phone and you don't even have to open it it can just pull all that oh really like you just like scan it you just, you just, you don't even have to scan it. You just tap your phone on it, uh, whatever the uh, system they have, and it pulls it. It knows exactly what to do. So that's 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 safe to say that's going to be coming to America, like maybe. I sure hope so. I, I did enjoy society. it. I can't lie to you. So do you know what type of um, like technology or companies that make those type of products so I can invest my money? <laughs> uh, I gave you one of them. I don't know if you will have access to that through the uh, stock stock market in the U.S. Um, just because of relationships with uh, China. But Huawei is one to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, as a lot of the uh, tech startups that are associated with China um, have potential to be uh, some of the AI leaders like TikTok and things like that. So yeah, be on the lookout for those types of companies. And then, of course, right now, that Apple had their, their downfall and that break. So uh, copying Apple like a week ago would have been ideal for you. Uh, Zoom. Uh, any of the remote... Oh, yeah, Zoom videos? took off. Yeah, Zoom yeah. took off. Any of those remote-type uh, companies that help uh, companies do their job better while uh, decreasing the overhead from being in person? are probably very profitable. The major gems just dropped there. <clears throat> We've got a I couple of listeners. People. If you guys got any questions, you guys can definitely tap in. We are fortunate enough to have a, I don't know how you would define it, but a tech savvy person. Um, 
who's dealt with AI and the AI industry. So we were just covering some things on technology. We were talking fashion earlier, but um, it's definitely interesting to talk about this new technology that we're kind of all um, a part of now, especially in quarantine. Like, um, it seems like everybody's on their phone and everybody's finding a new outlet in, as far as like social media and socializing. It's so hard to meet new people with this like pandemic going on and need to stay six feet away like you don't want someone new walking up on you trying to talk to you <laughs> and so yeah I'm, I'm it's definitely been dope so like with all what's um what's some of the things that you missed over there in asia though like with because it sounds like they they're like ai like did they have the uh, autonomous cars like um a lot more available than they are here as far as like Not Uber and stuff like that. They're testing them, but they don't have them like readily available. Um, but I do, like I said, I, I know people are like kind of leery about like how, uh-oh, here we go. I'm about to go to sleep, y'all. Y'all have a blessed night. Take care. Talk to y'all tomorrow. Thank you. You have a good night okay. too. Okay, Appreciate you for coming in. Might have been on here all day. It sounds pretty tired. <laughs> I know some people that be be on here for a long time. They get tired. I'm one of those people. But sometimes, like the conversations are just like they're really that good. It makes time just fly by. I noticed that. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> Hand claps because a few people, I guess, agree with uh, your sentiments. But as far as like the <laughs> technology, I think that's what made me like really like changed my mind about being there um i didn't need my wallet my purse anything like i could scan uh, a vending machine um i love the the how fast the delivery systems were there i could literally order something right now and have it delivered at 10 a.m in the morning and I, i'm talking about anything like right on time to dream of and to bring it right to your door if you, if you yeah, right now said, cool. I want a yellow uh, pair of cow house shoes, you search it, you probably would find it, and it's delivered to your door next morning. I've had even stuff delivered the same day. Like, I was like, I need a pair of headphones for a meeting to, um, tonight. Ordered it, and it was bought to me like six hours later. So that's what I missed about yeah. being an <laughs> I like crazy. the way that we deliver. Interesting too, because like we're going through such a hard time with the mail system here. So to think that mm -hmm. it's possible to have something within less than twenty four hours is possible, where the population is so dense, it's crazy. So like I I lived in China for a while. The population is hella dense, but they still can make uh, parcel deliveries happen like that in less than twenty four hours. With like minimal fee, it may cost you like two dollars to have it delivered that fast. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, with like the with the population being so dense, I mean, that's why I was like wondering about autonomous cars and stuff like that with their traffic and stuff like that. Like, like it, it seems like it would be like maybe. Well, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, 
it seemed like it would have been like a uh, like a hefty challenge to have autonomous cars in such a dense population, but it might actually be like more efficient to have like the the cars able to communicate with each other. Like they won't crash. They'll be able to the traffic may flow better. It would, but like the the organization system for like driving is very interesting because everyone is not allowed to drive um, on the same day. And everyone, it's like a lottery. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean by that? Oh, so let's say like letters A through F can drive on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I don't know, um, maybe X and Y can only drive on Saturdays of this week. Then QRS next week. So like, what if you have like a business though? Like our businesses, um, Held to that same thing, or is that just for like? The, yep, everybody the who has a driver's license and a license plate has is under that uh, rule, unless they say that the, the rule is lifted, and that's all they uh, are able to keep um, the population um, on the highway from being like overloaded, because otherwise, uh, traffic jams would last maybe three to six extra hours in a day. That's crazy. <clears throat> so does that like, I'm sure people adjust to it, but like, is it is it is it hard to adjust to or is it inconvenient at all? Like, honestly, I don't I know. Really like, I'm sure you, I, I didn't did you drive there or did you use more public transportation? I used, um, Specifically, I'll speak on China because um, that was like one of the places that I, I experienced a lot of that, the traveling. Um, I used what they call Didi and it's like the Uber equivalent because they wanted to shut out Uber and they made their own platform. Um, and so you could have somebody, you schedule your pickup, they come get you, they take you wherever you want to go for less than $5 and you're good. Um, and then other times, like you take the subway or the bullet train and the bullet train is uh, like, I think three or four times the speed of a regular train um, if you want to get somewhere. Um, and then of course, subway walking, and then you have uh, bikes all over that you can scan, mopeds that you can scan. And then a lot of people um, have their own mopeds. That was quite common to have a moped. That is like, like so I, I'm in Minnesota and Minneapolis, they have, um, they have the scooters and bikes that you can like rent. Um, it's, it's it's somewhat fast. It's not the, I guess like scanning isn't as fast as what it sounds like in China, but it's definitely interesting to hear about, you know, like the um, like daily life in China from somebody who actually experienced it rather than um, getting things from the news and hearing stuff about the horrors and the terrors and the like strict rules of China, it doesn't sound like that at all. It sounds <laughs> no. like, yeah, sounds like that's where we need to be. <laughs> like, honestly, people get like caught up in the idea of like, oh, it's a communist country. And like, yeah, it is communist, no doubt. But it's so easy to live there. It's so relaxed. The cost of living is really doable. The most of my expenses came from the fact that I wanted a very Western style apartment. Everything else 
was like pennies to a dollar. My phone bill was like five dollars a month. Like like, that, do what? Go ahead. I was just saying, like the things that we upcharge for and the Western society, they don't find those to be a big deal. So it's like super cheap. Five dollar phone bill, that's nothing. You can have ten phones for the price of some of the phone bills we pay for in the US. Right. So like um like what do you think of communism compared to democracy to say like is it would it be safe to say that like communism turned out to be better? Because like looking at it now, it seems as if like the communist type countries um, have a loyalty to their country and like the future of their country that um, just over time has gone to show like from the last maybe 50, 60 years and the, the place that they sit in the world like and like even how you talked about the the DD thing being like their Uber so that they don't have to use Uber like if it's not a Chinese type of company then they want to um, like basically like wash it out kind of just so and like with that being said it seems like that is beneficial because there's like so many things here that um that like we support and that um we like and we use but it's not native to to this country or to a resident from this country so that there's no interest there's no benefit to you know our society here when um, like we're all like TikTok being a huge social media platform and it's a foreign platform type of thing and like everybody being on it, everybody's data being on it. It's just um, one of those things that's kind of like a weakness, I guess, or, or like a weak spot for us if it's not American built, I guess, at this point. But like, what what would what would be your take on living in a communist country? Because it's like has this dark stigma to it here in America. It does have a dark stigma, and to be honest, I'd never I didn't feel anything. I wish I had like this super like I'm gonna tell you all that happened, but I didn't feel anything. Like it's literally to me, it felt the same. There were some hiccups because I'm a foreigner, obviously, but it's like the same concept. Mm -hmm. Follow the rules. Don't get in trouble. Live your life. And that's literally what I did. Yeah. Follow the rules. So there's like um, no other like there's not like any big or major differences as far as like quote unquote freedoms in a communist type country or now, communist China. The restrictiveness America. of conversations that you could have like this would not happen. Um the the loyalty what do you to, mean by that like so you, you can't have open conversations about uh the i guess the progress or the flaws of a communist country that's that's the conversation that just can't be had because people are not comfortable and progressive enough to have those conversations because of always being a part of a communist nation where in the u.s we we have the liberty to say, oh, I don't like the president, or I, I love the president, or I don't vote at all. It's not like that there. Uh, there so, like, how would they how they find that out? Like, are they listening in? I'm sorry? 
I said, like, how would they find that out? Or how would you um, end up, like, getting in trouble for that? Like, are they listening in? How you say, like, like, we couldn't have a conversation like this? Like, if there's an app, a social media app or a social app, like, <clears throat> like are you censored or banned? They watch everything. You do have some bans. You do have some, like, things that are censored. Um, certain information, certain platforms um, are censored censored like I said like I didn't know much about like that whole Google Apple conversation we were having because um, there are certain platforms that I could not see unless you had uh, other provisions to be able to see those things and they're definitely accessible what's what's their Google over there Uh, you can get a a VPN but like what's their like major search engine that they use um, they use you can use Safari as a browser, and Google, ironically, Google Chrome works. Um, but Firefox is like their leader for Western uh, platforms. Um, and then Woku or Waku, I think that's another one. But I I use a VPN for my job because I our company is global, so I had to have it. And that's how you get like get over uh, not having the access using a VPN all the time for everything. So did you come back to the states because of the the pandemic thing? Like you didn't want to get stuck over there, or I did not. Like did they man. like? Oh okay. I, yeah. I, so I, were you you were back like before things got kind of crazy? Seven days before. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, I found out when you found out. How about that? Oh, okay. So like so then like when the when the coronavirus was there in China, was it like did they take it as a big deal or not really? I wasn't there. Oh so I, I don't you know. still you still talk to people from there? Like did you I do. I'm I have- sure you like I made lots of uh, friends and I have great relationships, but yeah, I wasn't there. Were you in a relationship at all in China? No. <laughs> Not at all. No. It has nothing to do with anyone. I just wasn't. I was strictly focused on my my paper, making moves and elevating. That's the stuff. That's the stuff. So like China is like when it comes to high fashion, they have like some of like some of the most unique fashion in high fashion. Yeah, I um, I um, knew these like high school kids a couple years back. They were like super into fashion. They were talking. About, they were bragging about these jeans that they had. They're like thousand dollar jeans or whatever. But there, it's like a Chinese designer brand or something like that. Is there like any um like fashion? Uh, like fashion designs that um, that you got from over there that you still like or are inspired by that you still rock. The lot of the things that I got were custom. Uh, I do miss the fact that like I could just walk up to and easily have tailors accessible to create things that I want to wear. So I didn't really uh, engage with like a lot of the brands. I was more like interested in the textiles that I could source 
be able to create my own stuff. Right, the actual quality, huh? Mm-hmm. That's just obviously you living like royalty over there, Tanner. <laughs> I don't know about royalty, but I had to get Taylor. Like... I'm sorry. I said you was getting tailored. Oh yeah. Everything's on your phone. So like did you ever lose your phone like being there in the in the years that you were there? Like <laughs> three times. Three times. So I like I know that's gotta be hectic. Like I'm I have my, my Note 10 Plus. I had lost it over last weekend, and it's in the mail now. I actually missed it on Friday. I got off work and was sleeping when they knocked on the door. But, like, with everything being on your phone, like, right how now. do you... <laughs> did your, did your phone work globally, or did you have to, like, get another phone? No, I brought both of my phones with me. Um, everywhere I travel, I keep the same two phones, and I just switch out SIM cards. Um, so, yeah, I have my phones with me. But the phone in question, I lost three times in a cab, and I got it back all three times. <laughs> um, so people, oh, people, like, understand. They, everybody knows that, like, this is somebody somebody has their everything on here and they probably need it right now yeah because phones like you need your phone for everything i know like phones easily accessible over there or like like how you said the phone bills are cheap are the phones cheap also no um unless you're getting like a an asian brand whether you're in korea or uh thailand wherever the phones are not cheap a lot of times the parts are made in like Thailand or Korea or Japan or China, but they cannot buy the phones for cheap because they're considered export goods. So they pay as much as we pay, if not more, for the products that are American branded. So, I, so even though they're made there, they're still somewhat expensive yeah somewhat expensive um i would say maybe like a 20 percent markup from what they cost here mm-hmm. oh, but you gotta have it though so then like so with the, with their phones being so advanced too like our so like, are there cheap, like, do we have, like, cheaper technology then? Like, are there cheaper phones that you can get there, like, the, like, top-of-the-class phones that we have here, like, their average mediocre phone? Oh, yeah. There are definitely phones uh, that are accessible that can do just as much, if not more, for probably half the price. That's crazy. Uh, so, like, where do you think as far as like America goes, like what do you think, or like how do you think that we are so behind when it comes to technology in China? Um, again, like that that kind of, not conversation, but that question is kind of loaded because uh, it just depends on what angle you're coming from. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that we're behind in a lot of things. But really, it's just uh, adapting. And the way that companies in the U.S. want to scale, um, 
And so like they're, you know, we have companies here, Apple, Google, whoever, they come out with all, they develop all types of things, but they don't go forward with the um, process of getting them in the production line. So there's probably tons of things we don't know about. Whereas they're right. pumping out things all the time. Oh, so they like they're just not sitting on their products and their newest yeah. technology. So. No, they're constantly that exploring. That makes sense. Perfect. We always wonder about that. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense because we always wonder about that. Like we, like we always know that like they have the newest iPhone just sitting around waiting. Like they're like three or four iPhones that they already have that are that could be ready and could be put out. Kind of wait, add one feature to it at a time. Yeah, like you know, they have like all those uh, speculations of what the next phone looks like or a mock-up. That had to have been a discussion at some point. So, in order for somebody to get the leak, but then the phone comes out and it's nothing like what was leaked because they didn't want to put it out yet. But like. That's I know you're talking about like um, buying um, products like overseas um, back when you were uh, selling them and things like that. So did you keep your relationships <laughs> with your vendors or did you just kind of shy away from that and move to something else? Um, I kind of shied away from that, but there are there's vendors that I still work with that like I built relationships with. And that was like that was like, you know, over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like maybe even more than that when it came when it came down to um, like those were like with iPods and stuff like that. Like, okay. I don't think we've used iPods in, in a while now. But I um I still am in contact with some vendors. Um, I sell audio equipment, okay. and so even like now to this day, that's one of my businesses, and uh, have a pretty good relationship. It's um. You know, all these, these, like, trade wars and stuff like that that's going on. It's been kind of a headache somewhat, but still managed to find a way to um, keep things moving and keep things going. Like, they, they, they're really good about um, adjusting and working with you. Like, I'm sure over there there's so many um, possibilities and so many just, like, businesses and other vendors that are willing to do the business that still haven't been on. Uh, Still hasn't been like like something that I can't do or can't get like figured out or anything like that. Shout out to Creative Minds for the follow. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I I encourage you to if you're gonna get into AI and, and technology of, of that sort, start learning Mandarin. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm definitely interested in like in the future and, and like wanting to capitalize on the future too. So it's been dope to come across your path and you sharing your experiences with us. Now, if you guys got any questions, definitely feel free to answer or ask. I'm delirious. I'm over here doing three things at once. <laughs> A multitasker, I see. Yeah. Yeah, once the conversation got interesting, I was like, I put down everything. I was like, he's kind of interesting. I, I can rock with him. 
Yeah, so, I, well, like, it, that's where it got interesting. I had to, like, jump on the computer and look at some of this stuff and some of these, um, like, different, um, different technology, like coding and things like that. And mm-hmm. then just, uh, some of the different things, like, some of the different things that are over there in China yeah. that aren't here that would be beneficial. Like, the next big thing is, like, you know, yesterday to them, for us, so... Yeah, I wish I could have brought Definitely my digital suitcase. My digital suitcase digital travel. It was not TSA approved. What's a digital suitcase? Uh, I can ride it. It was like a... You a, can ride a, it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's dope. Yep, why, like, why wouldn't they approve that? Because uh, it wasn't TSA approved. And it could go about, I think, 20 miles per hour. <laughs> 20 miles an hour. A suitcase. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you could like just ride that around China. Like, yeah. Get a bike or a scooter. <laughs> Was it one of those like uh, smart suitcases that like can follow you throughout the airport or whatever? Like you don't really have to carry it? Uh, you don't have to really carry it. This one also had like a compartment for like it breaks down and the wheels. You don't, you can't see the wheels once you break it down. It was perfect, and it was less than like four hundred dollars uh, U.S. probably if they were to sell it here. Yes. Yeah. Do they sell it here? Like, do they have that no. here? Because I've seen, I've seen that like technology. Yeah, I've seen some. It was, um, but it was just like, it follows you. It didn't go that But fast, it didn't so. go 20 miles per hour. Because <laughs> 20 miles per hour is almost street Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's on a suitcase. Like, you know, 20 miles an hour doesn't seem fast in a car, but if you're on a bike or a scooter or something like that, like, you can really see how fast that is. That's, <laughs> that's, that's convenient. That's Imagine having one of those on a college campus. 20 miles per hour is different between oh, being yeah. on time for your class and being late. Yeah, at, at 20 miles an hour, like, you're leaving at the very last minute. <laughs> yeah. In a college class, a college campus. Like, all class starts in three minutes. Let me jump on a suitcase real quick. <laughs> throw throw on <laughs> in your suitcase and you're gone. Yeah, just cram it in there, just come crashing in the in the class. Yeah, legit. And you gotta have a helmet for that. Mm, people don't wear a lot of helmets. <laughs> they don't wear a lot of helmets. That's surprising, actually. Yeah, it surprised me too. But there you have it. Like, so, what's probably like the dopest or most? like advanced piece of technology that you got to experience while you're in Asia? Mm, I don't know. So many things. I can't think of one specific. What's one that like that definitely stands out or that like would just like blew your mind? For me, it wasn't like a specific piece of technology it was the amount of pop-up events and shops that they had and like how intricate their pop-up shops were Um, here they're very like 
okay, here's a space, here's a kiosk. But there, it's like a whole experience. Um, and they tap into all of your sensory. Um, and they really use technology to drive it home. Um, the amount of engagement with the pop-ups, um, not just like, oh, I'm going to scan a code, I get to see something new. Um, they incorporate AI, they have um, engagement with social media and platforms. Uh, from the time that you step into the uh, pop-up of whatever it is, it could be um, a release of new teddy bears or sneakers. Everything is an experience. Mm-hmm. I even um, had Adidas burgers. When Adidas dropped Adidas burgers? Yeah. They have food over there, like Adidas has. The the bun had the Adidas brand on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for a sneaker drop. That's kind of dope, though. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of dope. They had three. It was three sneakers, and they did three different types of burgers, and each burger had a different uh like color like bun and the bun was branded with adidas logo on it just for that experience yeah that's that's pretty dope actually like when you put it like that like now it has my 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 wheels turning on like what you know like what that space is like in those little pop-up shops like it's 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 so competitive that you probably have to have you know something extra to really like it and keep people engaged and to buy. Oh yeah, I documented it all. Like my phone is just full of references. References. Every time I stopped, shopped, traveled while I was in Asia, I was just like snap, 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 snap. Picture, picture, picture. Because I didn't want to forget. Right? Do they have like a um? What's like their biggest like social media platform? Mm, Weixin. And Douyin, Douyin is the a TikTok equivalent. Okay. I'm gonna say like, like do you like? So were you on those social media platforms too? Then, mm-hmm. like while you were there. Yeah, I still use them. Are you are, are you like on Instagram and stuff too? Yeah, I, I would want to follow you on Instagram. I would love to see those pictures in Asia. Like some of those recordings. I have a few um, pictures on my IG. Um, my IG is not the same as my handle here, but I can definitely give it to you. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I've got like the one of the Nike experiences on here. And okay, uh, what's your IG? Uh, D A A P E R A Z A S. But if you type in D A A P E R, you should be able to find it quite fast. I got you. But like the pink and purple looking like balls that you see, that was like one of the events. Mm-hmm. That's that's a pop up. The the Nike. Yep. That's a pop up. Mhm. What's this? Um, what's this thing with like this big 
airborne thing. I've kind of like seen that like emoji thing, I feel like, or like that character with the X eyes on it. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Cause, the Cause brand. And so, like, that this brand... just does look magnificent everywhere. <laughs> and it definitely does look just magnificent everywhere. And I'm definitely jealous. Like, America needs to get his shit together. (laughs) (laughs) You feel that way. For sure. Follow him back. But yeah, um, that's my uh, IG. I've modified a lot of my pictures because I feel like I had too many and I wanted to like rearrange things. But I'll probably I'll have to post the uh, Adidas one for you. Yeah, that's uh, all that shit was dope. I need to I need to like travel more for real. Yeah. If you got your passport after COVID, get out of here. Don't ever look back. Yeah, I, I don't, but like after COVID, I'm definitely well, leaving go ahead the country and get the paperwork so you can get it processed because it's going to take forever um, to actually get it fully processed because of everything that's going on. So I would just go ahead and get the paperwork out of here. Oh, yeah. Write that down actually because <laughs> I like not even kidding. I, I like, I'm definitely going somewhere for sure after seeing this and coming across you like someone who's actually been able to share um personal experiences of being somewhere else like i've I've heard personal experiences but i don't know this conversation is just way more in depth and you've had some years over there too to really be able to digest the the culture and the living yeah how's the food i know like it's exotic did you um did you experiment with food? I did. I won't tell you some of the things I tried. <laughs> I would swipe to the next person, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely had some of that meow meow wolf wolf over there. No, I didn't do that. Come on, give me more credit. Look, you saw my picture. I'm a, I'm a brown girl for real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But um, I, I tried duck foot. <laughs> duck foot? Duck blood. Blood? Yep. Oh, Lord. Is that like in a drink? Nah. You should Google it. Duck blood. Like, did you, like, is it with the dish? I'm telling you, you're just drinking duck blood and stuff. No, <laughs> you gotta Google it. Like, maybe type in Chinese duck blood. And not duck blood soup. soup. No, I didn't. I didn't. Not soup. It was just straight <laughs> pieces. <laughs> That was probably one of the things. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I'm not sure what I'm looking at. <laughs> it's like duck blood is kind of gelatinous. <laughs> yeah. What can I say? Was it good? <laughs> not to me because I didn't like the texture. Yeah. <laughs> what was like what was something that was like really good that you didn't expect you would like that you ended up liking? Like that was like extremely different than uh a dish called Mapu here. uh a dish called Mapu Dofu. And it's tofu. I didn't ever think I'd like tofu. What is tofu exactly? Soybean. Uh, and okay. there are some other variations too. Yeah, I'm like, I'm one of those first like people that, like, I don't know, I don't really like to go outside the. I'll definitely try some things, but usually it have to like if I'm like by myself out and about, like if, if it doesn't like look appetizing or something like that, then I'm probably not gonna just try something new like that. But like if it's like recommended or something like that, then I'm definitely gonna go for it. But for the most part, I like to keep it within my realm. Well, if you're gonna try but I know that they're like food is definitely taboo. Yeah, but I mean, the whole great thing about traveling is like the the adventure, and of course, I'm I'm a quite picky eater. That was probably like one of the last things I tried before I I left the a Asia experience. So yeah, I say just go for it. What's hey, what, the worst? What's food? some of their like uh, common fruit over there? Common fruit? Oh man, um, they've got durian. Durian is popular like across uh, Thailand and uh, the Philippines and China. But durian smell—it looks kind of cute. But durian smells terrible. But they love it, and like I said, Thailand and Philippines and all across Asia, they love durian. Uh, jackfruit, which is become uh, is gaining popularity in the U.S. because of uh, veganism yeah. and the versatility of uh, jackfruit. It can be actually eaten as just like a basic fruit or you can convert it into like a, a mock meat. It has like the texture of shredded chicken or pulled pork. Um, okay. They have so many fruit varieties. I think I've seen like in a grocery store, I walk into an Asian grocery store, no matter Thailand or Korea, you see like 30 to 40 different varieties of mushrooms. Um, you see like fruits that you just would never experience anywhere else. Um, I don't know. There are a few that come to mind, but I can't recall the names. I can just see them and ex like express to you what they look like. They look like a lot of the fruits that were really good look like little alien fruits, something from, not from this world. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, where would you want to travel to? Where would I want to travel to? Yeah. 
Um, probably like, uh, uh, like the northern, like not necessarily northern, but like maidens of Africa or um, Arab country or somewhere in Asia. Like China wouldn't have been one of those things on my bucket list, but you, like I would definitely want to go somewhere in Asia to experience that. Yeah, a good starting point would probably be Thailand. Not that expensive, but the experiences there are going to be so much fun. Very memorable for you. They're what? That's a very memorable for you. The Thailand experiences. Um, outside of Phuket, like there are dope, more dope places than Phuket and uh, Bangkok and things like that. So, like, what, what, like, what all countries have you traveled? I've only done Europe and Asia as of recent. Um, my goal is to touch all the continents. I would even like to go to Antarctica one day. But Africa is my to Antarctica one day. Yeah, I crossed paths. I don't know about the cold. I'm in Minnesota right. If you can make it in Minnesota, you might as well just toughen up and go to Antarctica. <laughs> nah, I ain't no summertime there. Like, it's probably somewhat of a summer, but. Ah, quit I'm, being a baby. I'm good on the snow. The, <laughs> the snow they're talking about very soon. The temperature dropped fast. It was it's actually it's today. It's supposed to be nice like all week, but like 40 some degrees last week yeah that's what i'm not trying to do i don't like cold weather so that would not be for me it gets annoying i ain't gonna stop i'm like i was i was in illinois so i'm used to these conditions but it definitely gets annoying to have to deal with winter for like solid six months every year yeah uh, last time I spent a winter in Chicago, I bust my butt on the ice. I haven't forgiven Chicago for that since. <laughs> but, okay, well, like I said, uh, get those, write down, like, whatever places you want to visit and get them in order. Uh, it helps to, like, identify the places you want to visit so you can start marking them off. Because, I actually had a list and I should post it again one day. It was like alternative places to visit that are uh, not the tip atypical places that everybody goes to when they visit different continents. Right. And that's where all the photos So like what what were some of those uh were were some of those places like the non typical um, type of places? And like what, what made you think of some of those places too? Just research. Um, like okay. India, uh, there are a few spots in India that I think like people don't think of India when they travel. So I think India is really cool. Um, if you're going to France, not so much going to Paris, but maybe like um, um, Corsica. Corsica Where's is that cool. At? Like it's France? like um, on the Mediterranean. So, like, oh, you're okay. getting a little bit of France and a little bit of Italy at the same time. 
Did um did you um did you experience like the nightlife in China, like the club scene? No. I'm cool like that. No. I'm too late. <laughs> I'm too laid back for the club scene. I did, did um, like a few like live shows, but no club scene. And like the drinking culture there is so strong and like in all of Asia, like the drinking culture is just way stronger than the US. When you say stronger, like you mean like the, the like the drinks is more potent. Um, if you're drinking like mainland beverages, sometimes yes. Well it will make a man out of a man. Uh <laughs> but, <laughs> and others then some brands are like so weak, but yeah, um, not just that, but like the, how accessible it is and how common it is. It's common to have a drink while you're at work. Um, it's common to drink with your colleagues when you're not at work. Um, it's common to build relationships that involve um, initiating them with like dinners and, and, uh, libations and things like that to get the relationship started. So that's what I mean by heavy. And like the, even like the mindset of like we, if we start having a drink together, we finish having a drink together. So like, you may see eye bottles go across the table, and everybody starts <laughs> at the same time, and everybody has to take the last sip together. Otherwise, you're being rude. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's like that that last cheers together type of thing. Yeah. But good sir, I have enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed uh, engaging with you. And now that I know that you exist, and uh, mm-hmm. Minnesota seems a little more interesting to me than before. <laughs> We definitely should link up on uh, this application. Yeah, most definitely. I'll, I'll definitely stop by if I see you live and show you some love. Likewise. Appreciate you sharing with me, though. Not a problem. Oh, hey, listeners. Sorry we're shutting it down, but so glad that you're here. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can still. I don't know if you're still going to be live, but I'm going to uh, move on to the next one. But I'll, I'll definitely see you around. All right, bet.